Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Welcome back to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast. And in this episode, we are talking risk management 101. Rory, how you doing? Ken, great. How are you? Um, very well, buddy. I'm yeah. very well indeed. How's the week been treating you? Yeah, the week hasn't been too bad. Um, as I say, uh, last time we were talking, sort of was getting pushed short, getting on a few positions. Implied volatility kicked up massively last week with obviously the huge moves. So got out of one real bad position, actually made a huge profit on it, made $24. Hey! Uh, after being about three and a half grand down. <laughs> yeah. So it was good to get out of that position. And now we're back on positive terms for the quarter. So really, really good. Nice. That was probably one of the best trades of the year so far. Okay. $24, best trade of the year. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. No. Why it was. Now I want to talk to you actually, because it's, it's interesting because our, our topic today is risk management and what why I wanted to talk about this is because I had an Instagram message uh, through one of my followers and he's basically sent me a screenshot. Um, he sent me a screenshot of uh, his account okay. and he's like, bro, I, I seriously need your help. Um, I'll tell you what he said. Yeah, he said, bro, I seriously need your help. Um, uh, do you think this uh, account's going to get back to break even? Um, so look, I'll show you the screenshot he sent me. Look, you see that there? Yeah. Yeah. So, Shit. Yeah. Pretty bad, right? Sea of red. Yeah, sea of <laughs> like red. S and P five hundred on Friday. He's got he's he's in drawdown massively by you know a few hundred pips on NZD USD. What's the account he's size? Si- he's count counter size trading. He's trading with his uh his account balance was uh two k dollars. He's now got floating. Uh, his capital at the moment is uh six hundred eighty dollars, and he's being called for margin. Needs about three hundred sixty two to bring that uh, to bring that margin so flat. Around fourteen hundred on a two k account. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and he said he's he's basically saying, you know, is this going to come back to break even? <laughs> and that you know what that is that's that's you know trying to to make uh, you know you're you're asking for the market, you know, you're, yeah. you're begging the market, please come back on yeah. my side, you know. And you know he might be listening to this thinking, you know, that trade I got out of was I waiting for it to come back to break even? I wasn't. Mm. What I done was that whenever I seen the top, and I seen that the top's been put in, and now we're on the way down. What I started doing was getting short again, short, short. And making the money on the way down. Mm. I didn't just do it as easy as that because it was with options. We'll discuss it maybe on another time on the options video. But what I done was just kept getting short once I seen the market turning. And that's proper risk management. Mm. Not mm. shorten when it was coming up, shorten as it was coming down again. Mm-hmm. So just, And you look, you had your you had your firm fundamental view, you know, for for that to come to the downside as well. This guy is simply just gambling. Yeah. He's gambling and just he's just hu- he's asking me, you know, he's asking me, is this gonna come back to break even when I just said to him, look. You, like there's so many things wrong with with what the screenshot you've sent me right now. So many things wrong. I just said, look, the trades are not going to come back, be coming back to break even. Yeah. Look at the way the dollar's moving at the moment. This position, these main exposures with NZD USD, buying NZD USD for goodness sakes. You know, uh, look at the way the dollar's moving right now. Why are you uh, just close it? Yeah. I just said to him, I think you just close it, brother. Yeah. You know, close it. Um, you should, know, should we break it down maybe and break it down slightly? What he's done. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, so of course. Account size two k. Account size two k. I would always say, you know, if you're trading account size of two k, the maximum loss you want to be taking on that is twenty percent. So max four hundred. Once you're four hundred k down or four hundred dollars pounds down, that should be you looking at it saying, right, everything's closed. So he's what fourteen hundred. Mm. So you know, over three times. He's almost blown up his account. Yeah, pretty much. He's over three times exposed to what he really should be. I'm just surprised. Well, obviously, the broker's given him a bit of a buffer there. Really, his account, you know, it could be closed out any any minute now. Yeah. Any minute, any day, that would be closed out. And 
Yeah, but he's yeah. he's hanging on. So <laughs> obviously hasn't got. Um, first of all, might have stuck. You, you know what you need to do is have like an overall stop loss on the portfolio. So mm. Trading two k, you might want to say after twenty percent, everything gets closed. You can work that out, and we'll maybe do a video on how to work things like that out. But he needs to have individual position stop losses. So if your um, stop loss is four hundred dollars, and you have four positions. You know, quickly then, quick maths, what you want to do is have a $100 stop loss on them four positions. Mm. And they should be firm. They should be maybe guaranteed. In markets like this, they should be guaranteed. Well, yeah. So I'm not sure that all brokers offer guaranteed stop, but the ones that do. Some do. Some do have a little premium. You pay a slight premium, but it's worth it in these markets. Definitely. Look at the gap downs and the gap ups that can happen. You need to be paying those premiums. Especially the way way the market's moving right now, you need those guaranteed stops. I mean, on something like cable, if your stop was at 113, the time that thing takes you out, it could have been, you know, maybe one twelve point five. Yeah, yeah, you know, it yeah. could. I mean, that's happened. That's happened to me before without a guaranteed stop. You know, pro- not uh, not to the severity of that, but yeah, probably a hundred points. Yeah, hundred points pips yeah. before it's before I've been filled. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. That's on dollar cad one time on a rate decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is actually a conversation I had with an ex mentor of mine on mm. Thursday night. So I did, and we were discussing. He thinks I'm crazy trading options through this period. Mm. However, he did say to me, you know, and I agreed that one of the main advantages of trading options, you know, is that I eliminate gap risk. Mm. With options, you can't, you don't have gap risk, whereas trading the underlying, you do. So that's mm. one of the main advantages I have. However, I don't suggest people now going out and reading an options book to say, yeah, let's start doing options because there's no gap risk. Mm. But it's just one yeah. of the advantages. So, yeah, well, look, with with this guy, obviously, he's got a he's clearly hasn't got any plan, right? So, in terms of risk management one hundred and one, the first thing you've got to do when you're approaching the market is you need to have a plan. Yeah, there's zero plan there. How, mu- how much are you willing to lose? How much are you willing to lose? Know your risk appetite. Yeah. What is your appetite for risk? Yeah. Um, well, clearly, this guy's putting it all online. He's prepared to lose it all. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere that way. You're just gonna it's going to be a vicious cycle, and he's yeah. constantly going to be doing that and never ever getting anywhere. No. Never. Facts. Yeah. You know, no matter no matter if you're pre- he's prepared to lose that two k because he's going to go and do it again and he's going to blow it up again. Yeah. That your account's not going to grow. You're not, you've got zero longevity. Yeah. If he if he if you if you lose fifty percent of your money, you have to double that to get back to break even. Yeah. That's tough. Psychologically, that's psychologically, tough. and you're you're already chasing a f- big fucking yeah. excuse my language a yeah. big fat loss. You are. It's you know? huge. I can't remember the exact number. Somebody would have to maybe share it on the screen, but I think if you're like ninety percent down, you have to gain like. F- thousands of percent to get back to where you are wow like it's it's crazy and then you gotta remember yeah exactly and then it's like yeah dude you, no one has 100 percent uh you know win ratio in the market as well so then if if you want to if you want to try and win back that money you're, you're gonna have to really put everything on the line to try and win it back and the chances yeah. of you doing that you I, yeah i'm just gonna say that for you to get back to break even it's gonna Involves some hell of a good risk management, number one. It's going to involve some hell of a good trade, number two. And because you're down that much, I don't believe you can do the first two. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. and, and that's just being blunt. Mm, exactly. And I think let's just get back onto the point of, you know, where he really should be starting. He should have that overall stop loss on the portfolio. Mm-hmm. He then should have the individual stop losses on the trades. You know, do they not exist or what What has been happening? Mm. Did he say? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't because oh, I was in the middle of a few things, so I didn't break it down further. He's not; he isn't part of our community, but he just sort of messaged me okay. on, on Instagram, and obviously, I'm prepared to give him a bit, a bit of love and some, you know, a Did bit you tell of him to join the community. Well, I yeah. should actually, to be fair, he he should join the community because, uh, yeah, then he can get a little bit more time. But so, look, at the end of the day, he he clearly hasn't got he hasn't got a 
a stop at all in terms of on, on that trade. I don't know. I mean, well, does he? Doesn't look like it, does it? it if, if you're receiving a margin call, more than likely not. Yeah. You know? So, I, yeah. I, every, every trade I would put on has to have a stop. You know, people say you have to have a stop and you have to have a take profit. Take profit? Maybe not. You know, that's discretionary whether you want to have one or not. Mm. Take a uh, stop loss, you have to have it's, a stop You have to. On every single trade. If you went to work in the city in a bank or a fund and you opened a position and your boss looked over your shoulder and you says, yeah, I'm not running a stop loss, you wouldn't even be fired. They would literally lift you off the chair and <laughs> bring you to the elevator and just push the button yeah. for ground floor and send you out. Well, look, if there's no stop loss, how you, you've got to protect your capital. Your capital is your baby. I always say that. Yeah. You know, if you don't have capital, you're not in the game. Yeah. You know, so protect it. Put that stop loss in. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing you do. You have to, people, I think a lot of people are afraid kind of being of admitting that they're wrong because once it, once it hits the stop loss, it kind of says you were wrong and it, the market nearly like points the finger at you mm. and says, you're wrong, I'm right. I think a lot of people are afraid of that. Yeah, ego, ego. Yeah, yeah they have You know, ego. that's one of the most, like as men as well. That's why, that's why I actually say, you know, women that actually learn how to trade can actually be better traders than men. Yeah. No, seriously, because, yeah. you know, they put a lot of tendencies that we have, they're able to control them a little bit more. Yeah. You know, whereas we just got all this testosterone, we've got all this ego and, you know, we just can't accept being wrong or losing, yeah. you know. And I know. So, yeah, it's trying to, it's trying to put that to, 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 to the side really. Yeah. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Exactly. Um, What else do we need to cover in that? It needs to have a portfolio stop loss, individual stock stop loss, and really have a risk management, you know, maybe even starting to look at correlation of the pairs. What was he trading? Was everything mm. like, you know, was he all long dollar or all short dollar? Was he, you know, mm. things like that. That's mm. something that was well to look at. Yeah. You know, don't be going like, uh, I'm trying to think, don't be going long cable and then maybe short a, a another GDP pair, you know, because then you're just cancelling out. Yeah, it's conflicting. You know, you need to have some sort of uh, diversity there as well. Diversity is good, but you have some sort of direction. Mm. And I don't think... Trading. Yeah, as part of obviously risk management and just sort of plan and stuff and strat strategy, he he didn't have any strategy because he is actually asking. And this is you could tell he's desperate. I, I shouldn't laugh because you know we've all been there. He's desperate. He's saying you know he's then asking me what what's my strategy? How do I trade? Um, so I don't know. He clearly just doesn't have any structure. He's he's yeah. he's his emotions. He's all over the place. He's all over the place. That's why I said to him, look close everything because I was as I said I was busy I was in the middle of stuff I said close everything he needs to close everything and just reevaluate just take yeah. some time a minute and just reevaluate what on earth went wrong because he is all over the place and he's just going to be making more and more more mistakes yeah exactly. you know you've got to remove yourself from that for the moment yeah. for a moment sometimes it's worth taking a break taking a step back from trading and saying you know is, is this for me is, mm. is this really me just even getting some advice you know off the likes of us we can give that sort of advice out you know where to start with the risk management. Risk yeah. management's everything. And the thing is that what what's happened here is such it, it's a big crisis. But is he going to learn from that? Because you would want to. This is a big learning lesson. This is a big slap across them chops. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to learn from this now? Yeah. Are you? I don't know. Most people won't. 
Most Let's people. be frank. Yeah. You know, I, I said it, I put out an Instagram video the other day and I said, um, basically, most of you that are watching this video right now cannot trade. You cannot trade and you will not be able to trade. Mm -hmm. And I know it's controversial, but it's true. Most people can't trade. I said, you're too emotional. You're not putting enough hours. You're not studying fundamentals. You're not trading with enough capital. You are not patient. You are too greedy. And you are, are too scared to lose and you, uh, you're rushing the process, yeah. you know. There's so many things that are stacked up against you, yeah. you and know. And I love the last one, rushing mm. the process. Yeah. Everybody thinks well, everyone this does. is a three-week game. Mm. You know, week one, you have a Ford Fiesta. Week 10, you have a Hurricane or a Performanta. You know, that's what everybody thinks you're going to have. Mm. It's not. It's, that's far from the truth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've said this in a previous pod podcast, but you can look don't get me wrong you can have a little win streak and you can take you can take an account because from experience you take a 500 dollars account up to 5k 10k yeah but that is not sustainable the same way you made that money you will lose it just as fast and you will lose a lot more and you'll keep losing and losing and losing like you have to come out of that mentality yeah exactly you have to you know we, we've we've all been there we've took our losses we've probably seen you know us down more than we've ever wanted to be down but you have to have that mentality of of being strong, knowing that this is where you cut it and we move on. Mm. You know, there's been a trade that I was in lately. The fundamentals are right. Everything was right, Ken. And I looked at it every single day and was like, this is going to be a good trade. This is perfect. Problem was, I, the timing was wrong. I had to cut it at a loss. What happened? I'm glad you did. It went where it was going to go. Now, obviously you cut that at a loss, which is good. Sometimes you have to you have to take it I on the chin and just to. cut losses. Yeah, I had to. But why didn't you cut that one that you you spoken about at the start of this podcast? Why didn't you cut that out of interest? <laughs> So pretty much the fund the fundamentals didn't change on it, okay? Mm -hmm. It was a very bad trade at the start. I let it run further than what I should have. And it ran to a point where I believe that the risk that was now left on the trade wasn't, how do I explain it? The risk that was left on the trade, mm -hmm. so the maximum amount I could lose, that bit in between was a very small amount. So I says, well, I'm going to risk the risk in hope that the macros do catch up because I knew I was right on the macros. I knew that... The fundamentals were correct. I even got the micros of the stock correct. I knew everything was right. The timing was the only issue. Mm. The timing wasn't massively wrong, but it was slightly wrong. And I started seeing it topping out, and I seen it coming down, and it was coming down week by week, but it just wasn't coming down enough. And I just held on. There was four weeks left, the expiration, and I was like, right, I'm holding on, I'm holding on. And then when the implied volatility kicked up and the volatility in the markets happened, that's when it went. But then, came down. But yep, good. that wasn't everything. Mm. Whenever I seen the top of the market... I was then buying short-term puts, receiving credits for that along the way. So I was taking, you know, small uh, small credits every single week for that. And then that obviously built up enough credits. Okay, but look, but then still, why you were doing all that, why you were nursing the losses was two questions. Yeah. Was the loss within your, your risk appetite yep. at the time? Yep. Okay, was the loss uh, in terms of at the time what you were running, the, the, the current loss, was it within your risk parameters as yep. well? Well, it was within them. Well, there you go. Well, I knew that the maximum loss I could take in that trade was roughly just under 4K. Okay, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And mm. I knew that was the maximum loss. So I was happy with that. If I lost, that was it. I didn't want to lose it. Yeah. But that was fine. There so you go. So it was in the risk parameters. Mm. And Good. And that was fine. Mm. Where some people maybe want to risk $100, 100 pound a trade. Now they're in 150, hoping it's going to come back to 100. Mm. But then when it comes back to 100, what are you going to do? Mm. I said, let's try and get it down to 50. And then when you get it down to 50, you're going to say, let's try and get it back down to zero. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it goes to two or 300 down. 
you know, you need to be, you need to cut losers and let winners run. Definitely. That's the one thing I always say to people. No, you do, you do, you do. I, I agree with you to some extent, uh, but like, because I was just actually going to say something. I was going to say, don't be afraid to take profit off the table as well. True. Look how quickly these markets moving right now. Yeah. You know, True. especially in these volatile times, you know, don't be, don't be afraid to just take some off the table yeah. and still have some, some to run. Yeah. But, you know, you got to pay yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, you do have to pay yourself. I admit you're out there. But in terms of like, don't, you know, if, if you're setting out to gain 30 or 40 points or pips, whatever you want to gain, mm. get that. Don't cut it at 15. You know, if the, if the break, if the target price is there and you see that that's the next area of, of resistance, run it to there, especially yeah. in volatile markets. Because it will go up there. True. You know, don't cut them too early. I don't mean that if your target's 30, don't say, no, I'm going to now push it to 60 or 80. Mm. When it hits 30, as you say, maybe take half of it and let the rest run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah agreed. Actually, something I just want to go back to on a stop loss again, actually, just because yeah. it just comes to my head, is now respect that stop loss. Now, you guys know I'm talking about people will move that stop loss. No, you've put it there for a reason. Don't keep moving it. Yeah. What's the point in that stop loss then? If you're going to keep moving it. Yeah. If the market goes <laughs> down five ticks and you're moving it down five ticks. Vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. Which, yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's that as well. It Pe is. You know. You need hard stops and soft targets. Mm -hmm. You know, you need them. Stop losses can't be moved. I would only ever say to people, if you are going to change a stop loss, you have to have a very good reason for very, it. Mm. Very, very good reason. And there's probably a lot of people going to listen to this podcast will not be able to give me that good reason. Mm. And I know what it is, and I know that they will not be able to give me that. Mm. So you'll not be able to move it. Yeah. Unless you do something very complicated, like a financial model, and look at a distribution returns and see that you've actually calculated it wrong, mm. I'll let you move it. Yeah. <laughs> and I doubt many people are going to start going in and doing that. Yeah, so true. You should not be moving that. Mm. Unless you've maybe marked out the wrong technical area and you admit, you know something, the technical area is wrong. I maybe I can bring it down here. Let's just bring it down here. That's also fine. Mm. But you're, you're not going to mark up the wrong technical area, really. Mm -hmm. So do not be moving stops. 100%. Do not move them. All right. I mean, I think we've covered decent ground there for this episode. Yeah. Um, just touching upon Risk Management 101. I think if anybody wants anything more, join the community. And if people want more, like, maybe in depth risk management one-on-one we could maybe jump on a call someday do like a zoom call and definitely definitely and, and do that sort of live feed you know people can share their losses and we can we can really break them down 100 percent. this trading is a you know a lonely journey as i'm, I'm sure a lot of listeners know so you know the two blokes trading app the community come in get involved with us there's there's many people that are on the same journey as yourself and it's free uh, and it's free so so come in Get involved, um, engage with the blokes, Rory and I. Rory, it's a good episode, buddy. Again, cheers. Thanks very much. Stay blessed. See you next week. See you next one.